Mueller and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It is high noon on a Friday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. And we've got some un- uh, we've got a late, a last second, a-, a late addition to the injury report here. Oh, no. Arthur Motes is out today, unfortunately. I know that is crushing news on a Friday. No Motsy today. He's doing just fine, all right? I don't want you to worry about him, but he had something come up this morning, um, and no Arthur Motes today. Late addition to the injury report, so you just got me to get you ready for game day today, and you know what that means. If you've got questions, comments, concerns, or reactions, today is the day, everybody. You can get at me on the .com. I'm talking the Twitter.com, of course, at Wesley Euler. That's how you get involved with the show, you know I will lean heavy on your tweets today, as I always do when I'm riding solo. I'll bring some friends. We'll play some audio. We will still have the Friday bells and whistles. Don't worry. I will try and do. I will try and uh, and step into Arthur Motes' shoes. All right. I will do Five Star Friday about a half an hour from now. All right. I'll still give you the five matchups. Maybe not from the keen football eye of Arthur Motes, but I'll do my best myself. We'll do Five Star Friday. I'm still going to sing the Here We Go song. We will still show you the money, get to all your predictions, all that stuff. But you know the drill. Today is the day if you want to get involved on the Twitter.com because I will be leaning heavy on your tweets, as I always do when I ride solo here uh, as we roll along. So again, at Wesley Euler is where you get at me if you want to get involved with the show. Normally, right about now is the time where we start to set the scene for the weekend. Steelers, Broncos, um, maybe a tale of two starts between two franchises that are pretty familiar with themselves, right? Denver off to a pretty good start. Now, granted, they have, I think it's fair to say, um, not been challenged in the way that the Steelers have been in terms of their opponents and what we've seen on their schedule so far, right? Uh, Ravens, the first team that they played with a a winning record all year, and they lost by 16 last Sunday. But nonetheless, this is a Broncos team that's off to a 3-1 start against a Steelers team that is off to a 1-3 start here. So a a juxtaposition there and how these teams have started about the first quarter of the season. It's not a... You know, 25% anymore now because there's that extra 17th game, but you get what I'm saying. It's two teams, though, that for different reasons, I think are going to be desperate to get a win at Heinz Field on Sunday. For the Steelers, it's obvious, right? You can't start one and four. You can't lose your first three home games. You can't lose three home games in a row, four games overall. Not now, not ever. That's just not the Steelers' standard, and you certainly can't continue to fall behind um, some of the other teams in the AFC North. For the Broncos, they want to prove that their 3-1 and one start was not a fluke and not just the result of an easy schedule. They want to come to Pittsburgh, and they want to get a win against this team to continue uh, their strong start to the season. So there is plenty to get to today. We will deep dive into all of it. Like I said, I'm so low. 
So you know where to get at me if you want to get involved with the show. We will still have Five Star Friday. We will still have the Here We Go song and all of our typical Friday shenanigans and fixins. But to come along here and to help us set the stage, how about a little matchup preview between Steelers and Broncos? Take a listen. I thought we were more efficient last week than we had been. Obviously, the way the game went, you know, it, it you know, kind of happens. They did a good job holding on to the ball. They scored there late in the half, and then they had another long drive to start the half, and we ended up being down. But I thought we were efficient. Obviously, numbers are what they are, but I did, you know, we were gaining yards, getting four yards, three, you know, it wasn't like it was a negative there. Not where we want to be just yet, but I do think there was some efficiency that, it, that was improving. Hi everybody, I'm Missy Matthews and welcome to the Matchup Show presented by Unibet. We are talking Steelers and Broncos meeting at Heinz Field, one o'clock kick on Sunday. Let's introduce you to our panelists to get things started. Craig Wolfley of the DVE radio broadcast for game days and on SNR. Matt Williamson also kind enough to join us from SNR and also Dave Damashak, kind enough to join us from the West Coast once again from the Extra Points Network. And I want to start a little broad this week and talk about the records of these two teams heading in. So what well, first for you, are the Broncos as good as their record? I think so. I mean, just you flip on the tape and you watch and you see, you know what? They can rush the passer. They can tackle. They come out and block. They can run the ball. They got, what, 500 plus yards or near 500 yards in rushing almost. Um, they do very, very well. They've got some big wide receivers. Uh, I think these guys have earned their wins and done very, very well. The wheels fell off against the Ravens last week. But certainly when you see them on tape and see what they do, they do a pretty good job. All right, Matt, I'll flip it for you. Are the Steelers as iffy or not so great, or are they better than their record? Or It's tough to say. I know. I mean... I, I'm going back and forth on how to phrase that. Okay. No, go ahead. I, 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 I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's a little tough to say right now. I mean, they, they beat the Bills, who frankly I think now are the best team in the league, and that win looks even better than when it happened. Losing to Cincinnati and the Raiders and the Packers, looking back, doesn't look as bad as it was. I mean, those teams are 12 and four collectively with a 106 point differential in their favor. So I think when we look back at the first month of the season, we're going to say, boy, that slate of games is a little more difficult than we maybe give it, gave it credit for. But I mean, the defensive injuries throughout the season and the offensive struggles can't be ignored. All right, Dave, in terms of the Steelers, we all know they need to get back on the winning track. Does this feel like going home, uh, playing a team that is dealing with a ton of injuries, does it feel like this could be a get-right game for them? It definitely does, and I don't want to be Pollyanna about uh, one and three and all of that. But I do say that I my, my sense of going into the season was that Colbert on down, the premise was, look at what the 2015 Denver Broncos did. Let's get to a place where the defense uh, carries the day, at least for the first third or so of the season. The football gods saw fit to do otherwise, banged up the defense. T.J. Watt missing essentially two games, Joe Hayden missing a game, Stephon Tuitt and all that. These are excuses. But, you know, the the Steelers very well. With the, the sense, 
on the banks to the three rivers that the sky is falling at one and three, <laughs> things would look quite different if they steal one of those two games in Heinz Field. They had, you know, they're a play or three away from beating the Raiders. The Bengals game wasn't as out of hand as the as the final score suggests it was. All that being said, at one and three, the Steelers have to get right this week. I mean, is it a chance for them to get right? It better be because one and four is is going to start to really create some distance between the top and the division and where the Steelers are. But last half full, two home games, then the bye, then the Brannies, a chance to really get right relatively quickly here in these next three games. All right, well, we heard Matt Canada talking about the run game at the top of the show. Coach Tomlin talked about it. Ben talked about it this week. Everyone seems to think a step was taken forward. Uh, what is the next step for the Steelers' run game, something that we have, we know very well needs to happen? Well, a run game that is able to be con congruent throughout the whole game. You know, the problem is when you get behind, you just stop running the ball. And part of that is due to the fact that, you know, when you start running the ball and you have success, you've got to put it in the end zone and finish off those drives. All the basics, you know, football is not a mystical game. It's about moving the, the, the first down chains. It's about putting the ball in the end zone. And it's about finishing the drives offensively and getting off the field defensively. So when you take a look at the running game, and it started percolating. What I saw was offensive linemen uh, coming off the ball, finishing their block. I mean, Gadzooks, we saw some guys blocking to the whistle. That's excellent. That's what you want. And then, you know what? Clean the pile a little bit. Oh, that's good. You know, good Gorings are good family fun. Have at it, man. Keep going. And that running game is going to progress. And they're going to take that next step, which is finishing off the drives and being able to put that baby in the end zone. And if you can have the defense then coming along, having an opportunity to play with a lead, then you see the hounds of the Baskervilles going after the opponent quarterbacks and set loose on them. That's what you want. Wait a second. We just got a Sherlock Holmes and a Gadzooks <laughs> in the same monologue? Wow. We'll Raising the stakes for Ruth Williamson. <laughs> Matt, what is it about this Broncos defense? We know they're a tough group um, that tells you the Steelers could or could not run well and continue that step forward on Sunday. They're very difficult to run against. I mean, they're extremely well coached. I absolutely believe they are one of the best defenses in all of football. One thing you'll see from these guys, which has trickled down to the Chargers and Rams from, from some Vic Fangio disciples, is you'll see a lot of cover four shells without a real heavy box kind of begging you to run. And then their safeties come downhill almost like linebackers. But still, teams have not had a lot of success running the ball against these guys. I think, though, the key is if this is going to be a grinded out, low scoring game, Kind of like Wolf was saying, you should have the opportunity for 60 minutes to stick with that run game, even if it's not super successful in the first half. And there's kind of an old, old saying, you know, amongst offensive players, too, like any drive that ends with a kick is fine in this game. You know, I mean, a punt, a field goal, great. Just don't turn the ball over, live the fight another day. I think it's going to be that type of game. All right, Dave, both teams have rookie running backs that are uh, putting up some numbers, I guess, making a splash in their first year in the league. Javante Williams leads with 186. Najee Harris right behind him with 185. Which rookie running back do you think will have the biggest impact on Sunday? Well, I mean, there's a lot of talk about the standard is the standard and everything else. The defense, uh, the Steelers defense struggles stopping the run of late, and it's not a coincidence that Alu Alu and uh, Stephon Tewitt aren't out there. Cam Hayward, as it turns out, can't magically uh, stuff the run uh, uh, on his own there. Um, 
I, I am going to go with Najee Harris. I do think the worm is starting to turn. I know that it's a, there's a lot of doom and gloom and hand-wringing about the inability to run the ball, the offense in general. But if, if you're watching it closely, I do think it, it, it is slowly getting better. I'll defer to, to Wolfley on that one ultimately. Um, so I'm going to take Najee Harris. I do think they're gonna, going to attempt to commit to it. And like Williamson just said, probably the way the game is going to flow um, it should allow for opportunities to run the ball. I don't. I, I don't see either team jumping up uh, three scores and and, uh, and then making it so that you're in a, a, a pass situation consistently. So I'm going to go with 22. Wolf, Matt, do either of you want to weigh in on that? Take it away, Wolf. You go first. My turn to go last. Uh, the only thing I just want to add is I, I think it's interesting what's going on with the Denver backfield right now because Melvin Gordon and Williams are maybe in the most equal running back split in the whole league where the Steelers are the most lopsided to one guy in the whole league. So uh, they're just going about it in different ways with the rookie running back. You know, my my whole thing is just watching Najee. I think Dave brought it out really good. The thing about Najee is the fact that you see him starting to get that hunger to finish off the runs. He's always shown that pre-dilection to finish off. I mean, he runs hard, but the thing I love is when you get that stiff arm, the, the Vance McDonald, the Vanimal, you know, stiff arm, boom, and slam the guy, and then you come off and you get the next guy. And, yeah, you know, you, I love that in a back because there's – there's something about running backs who smell the first down, the, the goal line, those things that, that, that pulls them and they will just churn and churn them hammocks away. And I that's that's why I like Najee. I think he's really it's like almost a, you know, a sense about him. He's getting that blood scent for the goal line and for the first down markers. All right. It is time now to tell you about our week five opening lines across the league presented by Unibet Sportsbook, an official sportsbook partner of the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you're in Pennsylvania and are ready to place your wagers on any of this weekend's matchups, you can download the Unibet PA app or visit pa.unibet.com. All right, defense, defense, defense. We're going to talk about that coming up right after this break and debate. There it is, the first part of the matchup on Steelers.com. The Steelers versus the Broncos. Uh, Good crew there previewing everything uh, as it relates. Well, I should say... Uh, more so on the offensive side of the football for Steelers-Broncos. We will hear the defensive side of that conversation later on in the show. Wesley Euler with you here on the Steelers Blitz. Flying so low today. Got a lot of tweets coming in. We will get to those. Uh, some of you guys, Keith tweeting me, also Jim as well, you know, reminding me, never, never alone, never riding solo because the power grade, the megawatts are here with you. You know I appreciate you guys, and we will certainly get to all of your tweets. Um, same bells and whistles, same fixings here on a Friday. We'll do Five Star Friday about uh, 15 minutes or so from now. I'll sing the Here We Go song. We'll get to all your prediction tweets. A reminder, you tweet me your prediction, and I'm saying this Friday afternoon, Eastern Standard Time. All right, so if you hear this tonight or tomorrow or on the replay, I'm not going to get to your prediction because I won't be live on air. But if any time in the next hour you tweet me your prediction, I will read it on air. Oh, this, I promise you. And we will obviously get to your questions, your comments, your concerns, and your reactions as we roll along as well. At Wesley Euler is where you get at me for 
that one. So that was a, a good conversation there. Uh, Missy Matthews, Craig Wolfley, Matt Williamson, Dave Damashek discussing a lot of things as it relates to the Steelers offense. I always love listening um, to those roundtable conversations on Steelers.com. You guys know, uh, those you know those loyal listeners of you here, I should say, um, that, I, that I'm a big fan of, of Dave Damashek, who you heard there uh, just a few minutes ago. He is a Yinzer who has had all kinds of success in the football media. He worked for the NFL Network forever. Now he does his own thing and and hosts a couple of the biggest football podcasts out there. Uh, Dave Damashek, he is Pittsburgh, born and raised, but he has now, you know, worked, how do I want to put this, just on a on a national level with NFL coverage for decades now. So I think he has a really good perspective. He still has that black and gold in his heart, but he's got a very well-rounded NFL mind and just the ability to discuss a lot of different topics and things like that. Dave Damashek also this morning, just a few hours ago, joining the DVE Morning Show to talk more about Broncos Steelers. Take a listen. It's the DVE Morning Show. It's your radio home of the Pittsburgh Steelers. 102.5 DVE. Steelers, Broncos, they're just Yonkos. Sunday, 1 o'clock. Fa-ga-ga-ga-ga. <laughs> it's time to get right. Dave Damashek joins us from the Extra Points Podcast, oh, Minus Three Podcast. What's up, Dave? Wow. I feel a lot of pressure now. You know what? Uh, the the uh, the the wagons that have been circled. It seems like we're losing some of the wagons along the way. There's some space in there, and now we got them Broncos, as uh, Cope sang about oh so many years ago. I don't think we really, as Steelers fans, am I wrong about this? We talk about like the Ravens and the Patriots and whoever else. The Broncos have done as much damage to our emotional and spiritual well-being is any other NFL Great team. point. Is that fair? Great, Great point. Definitely. Especially recent history. Yeah, I think, like, you know, everybody talks about the Tebow overtime thing when uh, Demarius oh. Thomas uh, pushes off, uh, you know, uh, one uh, stiff arms Ike Taylor and all that. But that, that game was even – that was the least of it because you knew – they lost a bunch of guys to the Steelers during that game. Yeah. Casey Hampton wouldn't have played the following week because he was – that that was a lost cause, I think. But you think about the Cordell um, in three rivers. The Steelers should have gone into the halftime up 10 points. Instead, they go in trailing, and we lose that one. And then the uh, Packers mm. – the, the Broncos go beat the Packers in the Super Bowl. The Steelers would have done that. I really believe that in Super Bowl 32. Anyhow – Decrepit uh, yes. Manning acting like he was in the grasp, but then standing up the and word. firing a pass down the field to Manny Sanders. Yep, that was that. Yeah, that was that was dark stuff in the fumble. The, Xavier Grimble. Oh my, yeah, uh, yeah, that was the game. And you know what? That's exactly <laughs> right. The the Grimble, and then that led to the, the game ending play with uh, with AB and Roethlisberger. That was the start of the big divorce with uh with mr big chest and the steelers was the interception <laughs> that ended the game there um so yes so we have much uh much revenge if we can spread that out over the years and decades to uh to to get here and by the way i understand that the sky is falling everybody doom and gloom i get it one and three is bad it is not good things are relatively bleak but a win against the Broncos is a win against the Broncos. And then look at the standings. And then let's see where we are 
come Monday morning, let's let's I mean, look, what what are you supposed to say other than get a win on Sunday? The Broncos do right now stand before us in the wild card chase, in the playoff chase, AFC standings. These things matter right now already. Week five. We must must win. Let's not say must win because that's overused because the Steelers will play the Seahawks by hook or by crook the following week. So no matter what. (laughs) But let's get a win. I think the Browns are going to lose to the Chargers. I think the Bungles Mm -hmm. are going to lose. I wouldn't be stunned if the Ravens with the with the Colts playing well last week. That's a good Mm -hmm. team. Oh, listen. Like, don't don't eye me, Bauman. Don't you eye me. I'm not here for eyes and butts. I'm here for support. Or that's that. Look. Let's win. I don't care if we win three to two or five to three or hundred and ninety-two to hundred and ninety-one. What matters now is they must emerge victorious with victory. And then we'll look at the standings and then we'll look at the Seahawks. And then we'll go into a bye, and we'll all sit down, and we'll get back into that bandwagon circle, and we'll see who's still there with us. We'll get ready for them brownies, and we'll come out of the bye. And you know what? We could be right as rain by then, fellas. That's all I I thought, Bowman, before you give me the this, that, and the other, (laughs) about how well, but what about this, and what about that? I don't have time for it. All I have time for is getting ready for the Denver Broncos. And if you ain't focused on that and you're worried about where Urban Meyer's thumb is or where <laughs> Baker Mayfield's left shoulder is, then you ain't focused on the right thing. Get get uh, get on board or get out of the way because at Heinz Field, we need to emerge with a W, and that's that, and I don't want to hear another word about it. Eh. <laughs> You know, he told care- you. I, I Careful, Bauman. I am, Careful. I am surprised that nobody photoshopped Mike Tomlin's head onto Urban Meyer and Aaron Rodgers onto that chick grinding on him in the in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> they live. They're keen on each other. That's nice. Don't uh, you know what? I love love. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get in the <laughs> love way. Love wins. Of, uh, Don't get me wrong. Do we really want that? Is that sloppy seconds? That's what the Pittsburgh Steelers are <sighs> exactly. down to. No. no. We'll reboot. No. We'll find another QB to carry us for another 15, 20 years. When Ben Roethlisberger said, decides finally, that's that. I'm gonna go take a rest before my Hall of Fame induction in a few years over in in Canton. And in the meantime, by that point, the Pittsburgh Steelers will be well on to their next franchise QB because that's how stable great franchises do it. They don't go, Oh, please come play for a year. (laughs) Formerly great QB. I mean, come on, everybody stop that crap. It's embarrassing. And I just hate the way that everybody's bailing on uh, Ben too, because you know, not to use the dog analogy, but you know, these are the people who once their dog lost a step, they'd be like, put them down. Let's get a new one. He only has Lyme disease. I know, but he's had a good life. Look, <laughs> we've had an unbelievable run with Ben Roethlisberger, and he deserves to uh, to see what he's got left. And uh, he's got a big test in front of him in the next couple of weeks. you got to get this team to 500, Dave. Old uh, old Roethlisberger. I'm trying to old yeller it. I'm trying to yeah. figure out. Old, old black, black and, and yeller. yeller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Old Black and Yeller, uh, one of his legs, maybe a couple of them ain't working so good. Coming up a little, coming up a little lame these days. But but uh, Old Black and Yeller is still our dog, and that's the dog that we must roll with because you know what. Uh, uh, the sun shines on every dog's ass once in a while, and I think it's uh, and I think it's going to shine nice and bright in Heinz Field. And if you ain't there, shame on you for six weeks. You know uh, something else, Dave? Nobody else has ever been called a Yonko. Just the Broncos. <laughs> They're just Yonkos. That's all they is. We just accepted that. That's all they is. What are you going to say? They, they ain't Yonkos? It's not <laughs> like they, Myron called other people Yonkos. He just, he said, They're just Yonkos. And then everyone's like, they, Yeah, they are Yonkos. Yeah. What's a Yonko? What's that mean? I don't know. Don't ask. It's bad. Teddy B and his nice high cheekbones. Guess what? Come into Heinz Field, you Yonko. Let's see what you're about. Drew Locke, you're a Yonko, too. Vaughn Miller, Yonko. Every last one he is is a Yonko. Mike Munchak, guess what? You're a Yonko. Teddy Bridgewater's just fridge water. <laughs> now that's the spirit. <laughs> Bronco Steelers this Sunday, one o'clock. Dave Demashek, minus three podcast, extra points podcast. Dave, always a pleasure. Yeah, because you know why? Because I'm not a Yonka. Maestro, <laughs> <laughs> if you please. <laughs> oh, I love that guy. I oh, absolutely cracks me up. Dave Damashek, one of Pittsburgh's foremost football minds. Born and raised here, cut his teeth here. Now he's living as a big wig out there in Los Angeles, but we won't hold it against him. He just absolutely cracks me up. Great stuff there, as always. If you're unfamiliar with the Broncos-Yonkos joke, all right, because I'm not naive enough to think that there probably aren't a few people out there that, you know, you've heard that a couple times this week. What's that all about? What's this Broncos-Yonkos thing? It's It's an old Myron Cope joke. All right, Myron Cope, one year Steelers are playing the Broncos on Christmas, and he took the Deck the Halls song and he wrote Deck the Broncos instead. And the the you know the kind of uh opening line there is instead of, you know, Deck the Halls with Bells of Holly, it's Deck the Broncos, they're just Yonkos, fa la 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 la. You know what? Maybe before I sing the Here We Go song in the final segment, we'll have to pay homage to the OG. I mean, Myron Cope was out here rewriting lyrics before Weird Al Yankovic. Where's his Hollywood star? Maybe we'll have to hear uh, Myron's uh, classic rendition, I believe from the late 80s it was, of Deck the Broncos. They're just Yonkos. We'll have Five Star Friday up next. I will sing the Here We Go song. We'll get to all your predictions and all your tweets. The typical Friday fixins here. Even a little different as I'm riding solo, but we're still having some fun on a Friday. We'll get to some of your tweets, of course, as we roll along here. But right around the corner when we come back, it will be Five Star Friday. I'll give you the five matchups that will determine the outcome of Steelers-Broncos Sunday at Heinz Field. And we'll do that when we return on SNR. I'm Wesley Euler. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold.